2: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Three Point Stands with Sean Smith and my great co-host, Drew Garrison, Season 2, Episode 15. Let's talk about a little recap of this past week of everybody winning. Uh, My Chiefs won, your Bengals won. Oh, oh, you're on the couch, ladies and gentlemen. He's on the freaking couch again. Relax. What,
1: two weeks, three weeks? Three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row? Hey, I'm happy for you though. You were able to you were able to get back in the Victory Monday group chat.
2: <laughs> for all you guys that don't know, ladies and gentlemen that don't know, we got a group chat with uh me, Drew, and one of my cousins. Uh, my cousins a diehard Cowboys fan, so you know they be talking a lot of smack in there Victory Monday on who wins. So, you know, I, I was in a shit house because uh I lost the week before to the to the to the Bengals. So um but we bounced back, my Chiefs bounced back and um we're looking good headed into this playoff run we're about to make. You know, just well I shouldn't say playoff run, the
1: Super Bowl run we about to
2: make. You know what I mean?
1: So you guys almost you almost let Denver come back on you though. Just a little bit. That I mean, defense, hey. man, is that is that Chiefs defense good enough to win a Super Bowl?
2: Ah, yes. When you have number 95 in the middle, that's all you need, baby. You have 95, 32, you know, 54. Who's 32? We have some weapons. I, uh, I didn't mean 32. I, mean, I meant Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton. Oh, uh,
1: okay, okay. Because your DBs are trash.
2: Hey, I'll tell you what. You can say our DBs are trash. Whatever you want to say, they can be whatever you want. I always go back to this. I'm going to go for the gusto. You know what that is. Ring me, baby. How many rings do you have? It's all in there.
1: Hey, I'm talking about right now, I'm, these the, a lot of those DBs weren't there for the ring. I'm talking about the guys that are playing there right hey. now. They're good enough to win the Super Bowl. Hey,
2: hey they are good enough. We're going to do that. You know, the question is is, is, is your Bengals good enough to even make it past the first round?
1: Absolutely. Come on, five-game win streak. We, we won last week. T. Higgins got scratched an hour before the game. After the inactives were already sent in, roster spot burnt. Tyler Boyd dislocates his finger, first play, can't come back into the game. No problem. We're throwing flea flickers to Trenton Irwin, baby. Trenton Irwin, 50 yards downfield, touchdown. The I don't Bengals even, are winning. I don't, not,
2: I don't even know who that is.
1: You know who does know? The Browns. Martin Emerson got cooked. He knows exactly who Trent Irwin is because he watched the back of his jersey run into the end zone.
2: Hey, you just said another. You just said another name I don't know. That's a so that the you, These are guys on the back end of the roster that nobody knows. Are they and guess what? Number
1: nine put him in the end zone. Number nine put him in the end zone. The Bengals are winning hey, games right. with power. They're beating the Titans with fit with physical. They're beating the Chiefs in shootouts. They're beating teams the way whatever way that the game has to be won. The Bengals have done it and they're doing it without star players. So why can't why are you telling me they're not gonna make it past the first round? Right now they play the Titans hey, again. The playoffs. Hey,
2: hey, hey, hey. You you have to do it when you win. When it counts. When it counts. When it counts. You have to do it when it counts. We got the same meanwhile, we why, got the we same team
1: that won three playoff games me. last year.
2: Hey, it doesn't matter. Everybody's not the same, okay? Everybody had to go this year, saying it, they going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Hey, it sounds. good. Done it to sounds good. They but won't make it what.
1: past the first round. That's all I want to
2: know. What? 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 Have, what haven't they done?
1: They won five, they five in shown a row.
2: Show me nothing fancy. Yeah, they, they beat us. Yeah, they beat us. But and even if they they beat us, what would happen? You would still, you would still say they were going to make it, right? So it doesn't it's matter if the win, win against it us. Don't
1: matter if it, I don't care if it's fancy. What does it look like at the end of the day? Do we score more points than the team we played? I don't care how it looks. This is Ohio, baby. This is grit. This is get it done. Put your hey. hard hat on and go to work. I don't care if it's hey. fancy. Ohio, whatever however you want to do it. I don't I do that. Know. I don't do there that. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't do the Ohio hey. with the hands though, you know.
2: Hey, hey I'm just going to say this. Guys are not – gonna be super bowl champs this year. Okay? You're, you're not. You're not even gonna make it to the ALC championship game. Okay? So meanwhile, shout out to our sponsors, Cookie Society, Ever Evermill Ever- Water, um Network. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Just just just, just 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 to say that. You know, I just and to move on because ladies and gentlemen, Drew really thinks This team is just way up here, you know, above everybody. But we're gonna see.
1: Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about something in your right in your world, though. The the trenches. I don't know how much of the game you've watched. I don't know what you've been reading up on or anything. But is there a nose tackle in the NFL right now playing better than DJ Reader from Cincinnati? That dude is a monster. He's good.
2: What is the stats like, though? How many sacks you got? See,
1: that's, that's that. That's what I I keep telling people this, and and I'm trying to get people to understand it. I, he he had five six tackles, but. What DJ Reader does is not going to hit the stat sheet a lot because he's taking two linemen, clogging up the middle, shutting down running lanes, and kicking shit outside. So Sam Hubbard's making plays. Logan Wilson's making plays. So he's not going to stuff the stat sheet a lot. But when you really sit down and watch that tape and that film, he is completely blowing up the middle of offensive lines, kicking inside run plays that are supposed to go up the middle outside. Other guys are coming and making plays. It's not something that you can really quantify on a stat sheet a lot. And I think that that hurts not only him, but a lot of interior defensive players. But, man, against Cleveland, I'm telling you, he was out of his mind. Logan Wilson was out of his mind, too. He had 17 tackles, 14 solo. Um, So I just, coming from a guy like you that played in the trenches, I think that you kind of understand that, that your impact's not always going to be made on the stat sheet. But when I'm looking at the guys like, I mean, Aaron Donald's been banged up. Chris Jones is a monster. But Reader's right up there with those interior defenders, man. He's been playing his ass off. The trenches, baby. That's what we're about here, three-point stands. Hey, the trenches. You're right.
2: Reed, I never said Reed. He does a lot of things. You're right. He does a lot of things that doesn't show up in a stat sheet. But that's what a true run stopper is. I mean, it's kind of exactly. like when I play. Like, oh, like, oh, you didn't have a lot of sacks. I wasn't a sack guy. I push the middle and make tackles to stop the run. That's what I do. And Chase plays down from the side. I mean, Really did a good job of doing that. Uh, you know, he even got paid. So I mean, he got paid for his worth. He was in Houston. He did his thing in Houston. He had sacks in Houston. I remember that. That's the reason why he got paid to come to Cincinnati. You know what I mean? So I, I'm not going to take nothing away from. Him. I, I mean, you always been producing, talking about him. So I haven't been, you know what I mean, saying he's not the guy. So.
1: And that's that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't truly understand is the difference between like a nose tackle and a three tech, right? A three tech is somebody you're going to want to rush the passer, like a Larry Joby type of guy who played for the Bengals last year. Yeah. But yeah, that, that true nose tackle that's just going to line up, man, he just, he just stuffed the middle. He you know, He's not going to blow the stat sheet up, but I mean, Nick Chubb, one of the, I think the best running back in the league, I still think he's better than Derrick Henry, even though Henry's been cooking again, but he had 34 yards. Henry had 38 yards and, all of that started when DJ Reader came back from the knee injury that cost him four games. So I just wanted to give a little love to the trenches because we all love Burrow. We all love Mixon coming back. We all love the flashy guys. But, man, the key to this defense, I think, is DJ Reader. Um, we can move on now. I won't spend the whole show talking about the Bengals. I'm just – so, it's just so nice from where I'm sitting, you know? Like, I'm just, I'm just relaxed. Oh, yeah. It's nice. Good. We're going to be-
2: – I mean, it's good. Hey, the good thing you got to worry about, both of us don't have to worry about, it. neither our coaches are getting fired. You know what I mean? Let's swing things over to Arizona. You see the GM, Steve count is taking a leave of absence of it, it, a leave of
1: absence. It's getting, getting bad out there, man. It. It, it, they, they got a fire clip. They just paid Kyler. They can't. I mean, if you if you got a situation where your coach and your and your quarterback aren't getting along, which I know that they have a a, a weird relationship that seems like they weren't getting along. Now Kyler's got his knee blown out. He's he's got seven, eight, nine months of recovery. But if it comes down, you got to pick one of them. You're always going to pick the quarterback. You just paid. You're never going to pick the coach, right? No, nah, you right, you right. So that's just that's where I'm looking at, but. Yeah, there it, it's not good, man. It is not not good in Arizona. I don't see it getting any better with the Cliff Kyler connection. I think that we've seen all we can see from it. It's gone as far as it has gone. But it wasn't that long ago that Cliff got a new deal, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, I thought Cliff got a new deal too though. But but I can I can see I can see I can see Cliff going back to college.
1: Yeah, yeah, he definitely could. I, he he wouldn't struggle to find a college job. He'd be like Matt Rule as soon as he got fired. Colleges would be calling. Him. I just
2: in him the NFL. Would he get?
1: I mean, a lot of them are starting to get filled now. You know, in college, if you don't make the college football playoff, they're they're gonna fire you before the fucking Meineke Car Care Bowl. Nobody gives a shit, right? But I, <laughs> he could take a year off. The, these. These NFL teams don't care about firing a coach with money left on his deal. It's not like a player. He's not hitting your salary cap. You don't have to take a $100 million salary cap hit to cut the coach. You just got to pay the guy until he gets another job, and that's cool. Most of these owners don't give a shit.
2: No, they don't. They really don't. They don't give – they give two rat's ass about a lot of shit, a lot of shit, so – Hey, we we, we 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 shall see. I mean, we shall see. I mean, there's other guys. See, everybody's trying to fix their roster for playoffs. The Cowboys signed T.Y. Hilton. Uh, they also. That signed means no Olympic Odell, right? right? That means no Odell. That, no Odell. You know he's I, not ready. I, I, he's I, not ready. I, I, and that's the thing. The Cowboys leaked it on purpose. I think the Cowboys plan on signing him after the season. I think Odell's just not ready. Like I think Marcus Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, see what happens with that, man. Then it's so funny, is been. Bolton Ball material all yesterday. Uh Michael Parsons was on uh Von Miller uh pod show and talking about Jalen Hurts is just a, a guy in the system.
1: System quarterback, yeah, I saw that.
2: I mean, that's, that's like saying Tom Brady was a system quarterback with the Patriots. Like, how can you just? People say that, like, that too.
1: I love like, people
2: But I'm saying though, I like Parsons. Don't get me wrong, but bro, you're not even playing the Eagles this week. You jumping the gun already. You, a team you struggled with the Texans. That's true. So they
1: did, did almost talk around about- losing the Texans. <laughs>
2: After you talk about you talk about Jalen, you almost lost to the Texans to a backup, a third string quarterback, a third string quarterback.
1: Yeah, hey, I thought that guys, was weird timing bro. too, especially especially when they're not about to play them. I, I thought that was weird too. He just he knew everybody was going to listen to Von Miller's podcast and wanted to talk his shit, make sure it got out there. Yeah, but you can talk about that's the only thing that I guy,
2: the week of the game. How right. You, yo, you play Jacksonville. Jacksonville might be
1: trash this week. Hey, Jacksonville's hot. Jacksonville's hot. They just beat the shit out of the Titans.
2: Yeah, I mean, teams are getting hot at the wrong time, you know, trying to look to go for it. You know, as you see, a lot of teams are adjusting their roster on the bottom of half, uh, you know, for these last three weeks because if there's a guy that you've been looking, he's been on somebody else's practice squad, we're going to claim him, give him his credit seasons. For the three games and see what he got. See if he can be on our roster next year. Because, hey, we ain't going to the playoffs. Right. Right? He's looking at he's looking for the future
1: now. You know who's not looking for the future right now? The Bengals. Because <laughs> we're going to the playoffs. We're going to fuck around and win out. Watch. Right. We're going to beat Buffalo. Nah.
2: Right. Hey, man. They need to drug test you.
1: Oh, okay. Clean us over, baby.
2: Clean us over. Does your 9-to-5 drug test you, sir? Because you're, you
1: you no, you sound no.
2: ridiculous right here. You started, you know what? I think you watch too much NFL Live, and you're starting to act like Dan. we That's what no, you're starting to act watch like, it. like. I don't
1: I don't watch I don't watch TV, man. I, look, I turned on – I'm not going to bullshit you. I turned on ESPN Monday morning because I like to turn it on right after the Bengals win to see how they're going to move the fucking goalposts. And Ryan Clark was on there, and he said about four times that Joe Mixon didn't play on Sunday. Joe Mixon had like 96 yards. Joe Mixon had his first game back. I don't watch those dudes because I don't think they watch the games. I think they watch primetime games and scroll Twitter. I don't do that. I don't watch any of that shit. I watch Pat McAfee. He's the go. You know, he 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 must
2: he must say he must see Cajor didn't score no touchdown.
1: That's why he
2: didn't feel like he played. That's he didn't score a touchdown.
1: Athlete, yeah, not, he, he came back with almost 100 yards though. We got a we got a guest in the waiting room though, man. You want to do a little intro? Oh oh yes. <laughs> see who we got? Yeah,
2: yeah 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 I mean, I was I was trying to save it. You know, he he's a little tardy, but he had, he, he he let me know that he's a little late because. He was dropping his daughter off from school, picking his daughter up and stuff, so it was cool. But um we have a legend, a South Carolina legend, a fifteen year NFL defensive lineman, um, Pro Bowler numerous times, first round draft pick in the South Carolina Hall of Fame. Um I can go I can I can go on about the guy. Um two time all pro, five time pro bowler. I can't do no further ado, introduce John Abraham, man. Ladies and gentlemen, John Abraham joining the show. Oh, uh, what's going on, bro? Man, what man, what's going man? Thank you for one just even joining our show and breasting the pleasures of just coming on my show, bro. Um, this is my co-host Drew. Drew, I've been knowing Ja since I came out of JUCO and I came to South Carolina, and he was kind of like my host. But he wasn't my host he's like my big bro he was the man everybody looked up to him coming from a team that
0: went what which i was one in 11 and you still got drafted man, we went, in the first, first 11 round? my junior year and owen and, what owen 12 my senior year <laughs> yeah and that, that's like unheard of of a guy getting drafted in the first round
2: off a losing team like that that's how talented yeah, That was, was a beautiful thing you know what I mean? That was like, like yeah. a freaking nation. A freaking now half nation the first
1: country. rounds of the guys from the national championship.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. You're right about that. You're right about. We did that. that. We, so what have you been up to? <laughs> we Jay? went to LSU. It was
1: like, I'll take them all. <laughs>
0: That's the Bengals for you. What you been up to, Jay? Man, I'm chilling, bro. Um, you know, I still live in Atlanta. Got my kids here, so I'm trying to be a full time, well, at least part time father as much as possible. You know, like I like I, I had to text you because I'm like, shit, I'm over here speeding. It's raining like hell here. I'm like, shit, bro, I gotta <laughs> I'm gonna be late. There ain't no way to make it seven o'clock. I, I, <laughs> like, I ain't gonna be at seven. Nah, I get that right around that. time. But it just show you that um you know a different part of life. You know what's important now. And you know I, I had to get here to get to seven o'clock. But I said I gotta pick my daughter up from school, so I gotta make I, I gotta make it do what it do. It make you feel like you know how it is. Um, After football over with, you have to come to real life problems. You see what a. Uh, your family and what your wife and what your, you know, other people in your life go through. You know, it's a big difference between, you know, just going to work, coming home, going to sleep, waking up and going back to work. You know, you got to, you got to get your daughter from practice and make sure she have the right shoes, you know, stuff that you, stuff that, you know, we we think like ain't that manly, man, this is a man's job, bro. Oh yeah.
1: I do that job every day, man. It is manly as hell. I'd say it's it's a, I'm, I'm a grown man, but I get my ass whooped by a little girl that's a year and a half old every day. Yeah. You gotta be a man to take that.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Changing them diapers, just, just, just doing everything when they're hungry. Or Real just, hey, it. Dad, Real can you it. open this, Can you do that? Can you do that? It's like that. That's the thing that people don't understand about NFL players, just athletes in general. We are human. You know what I mean? And they don't understand the stress that we do go through. From the regulars, from the playing field, from the coaches at you know, just fans. And then when you go home, you just try to decompress and be a dad. It's it's not, not easy, you know what I mean? Because your kids, they want to play, they want to do certain things, and you be like, oh, so like, give me a second, give me let me let me. Oh, my body hurt, you know what I mean? But you still got to do it. That's the, that's the greatest thing about being a dad. I I, I can say, yeah, for the most part I like. The so Have I'm gonna tell. Uh, even for a guy like you me, right? Been- like-
1: when when you guys are in the league and, and you know you got coaches yelling at you, you're worried about a contract, you're worried about all these things, but like even for me, you know, I got my own shit going on in life. But man, as soon as, as soon as that kid hops in your arms and you grab him up, it's like psh, it's all gone. And I think that's that's my favorite part of it. And I'm sure it's probably even more for a guy like you guys who go get your ass whooped at work every day and then you come home and you know you gotta play and all that, but it's like that's where the relief comes in from all the stress. Nah, most definitely, most like playing
2: like uh, Jay. When you was playing like after the game, I know what your oldest and like when you lost. How did you feel like when you lose? But then when you seen your daughter, it was like
0: a relief, right? Right. Like, um, she don't care. I have to say, it's, it's bro, unfair, for me, bro. it was tough because you know this is a lot of stuff I'm dealing with after football. You know, at the time, I didn't even know I had this kind of characteristic or this kind of trait in me. But when I lose, I take it. Very, very hard, bro. Like, even with anything in life, um, missing something or being late, like even today, like things like this, I take very, very serious. So it's hard for me to get back up when I get real down. I can't even lie to you. So after a loss, I would literally go and watch every play that I messed up on. I would pinpoint on that play and not pinpoint on the good. So it would automatically go into my life. So if I'm having a, if I had a bad day on the field, I had a bad day in life. It wasn't just, you know, I, I can go around people. And, and that's probably why I drank so much. You know, a lot of times when you drink, you know, you could, you feel like you're getting that instant gratification. And, you know, you, you kind of like, like you, know, it's to just, you know, yeah, what everybody says, you know, I'm having a bad day. I need to go to get a drink or I need to do this or I need to do that. So, you know, a lot of things I picked up that were negative from that. But, you know, now I can I can honestly say being around my kids, I get more love more of the feeling that I should get because, you know, being around them before, it was kind of like, dang, I got to take care of y'all. I got to do this, you know, I got to go to work and do this, you know, <laughs> Da da da, da And not like it was a, it wasn't a pain or pressure or nothing like that, but it was just like kind of tired, you know? And then after a while, you know, you start missing so like, much stuff, you kind of feel like understand? you're out of their life. Yep. It's like you're out of tune. You don't have a relationship with them because
2: you can yep. spend all the money in the world. They don't care about the, they, bro, they don't never care about the money. They care about exactly. spending quality time with you. Spending quality time bro, they with care, you. Oh, they you care know. now, I'm my daughter 14
0: food. to 21. and I got a six year old, but that 14, 21 year old, they, they care about that money now. How hard you work though, how hard you work, daddy? Let's see if you still got some money. <laughs> you see if you still got some money.
2: Man, my 17 year old just hit me and said, uh, dad, you know, you got to make sure you put that money in the account because they automatically, uh, the volleyball fees the club take out, they take it out of my account tomorrow. So, uh, can you make sure you put the money in there? She texts me, yeah, mama. Oh, yep. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I you. Yeah, gotcha. like, you know what I mean? They'd be honest. So, I mean, that, that's the biggest thing. For me, though, the biggest thing, like when we when we used to lose, I used to be mad. I used to be one of the first ones out the locker, room, hurry up a shower. I wouldn't say nothing to nobody. I tell my kids, "Come on, let's go get a car." They knew not to say nothing. We may go get something to eat, but in a car, don't say shit. Just be quiet. I don't want. To, I'm mad right now. We lost, especially when you lose to a team that you're supposed to win against. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you say, some days you have a bad day on the field, and you have a good day. Even when you have a good day on the field, I used to find myself going home smoking and drinking, like you say, the vices to to make yourself feel better, bro. I still like. I don't drink like I used to like that. But I still smoke because my pain that I deal you with uh, drink I like it. that no more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that, like, uh, like, like Drew, like, I got some stories that I can't even say, man. I mean, I wasn't even in the league yet. And I was living like I was in the league hanging with this dude because he had come back to the school summertime. He'll work out. Hey, right, man, what we doing today? And yeah, when y'all get done, just come by the house. All right. Go by the houses. Man, we lived the life, yeah. bro. Like, I feel like yeah. so I wanted to give you your role. Like I told you, I want to give you a role because people don't know the JA, like the real JA. Yeah, you had, you went through some mental stuff. Everybody go through that shit. I went through, you went through some depression. Everybody goes through it in different phases, that's how you attacked it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm proud of you, bro, because you bounced back when niggas, like how you say, I, I, I listened to an interview and you was like, man, you had numbers in your phone. You don't even know who they are. Like people just be happy to hang out. And I, I, I remember bro, cause you the type of dude that show love. Yeah, we just gonna party. You oh it's yeah. show love. You always show love no matter what. Even if you didn't fuck with a person, all right, fuck it. Just keep my distance, but you show love, bro. Like you
0: you you one of the realest OGs to come through South Carolina, man. That's why I always yeah, do I, you I can praise, say one man. thing, uh like what you're speaking on, one thing I can say, I wasn't a great role model um looking back now, but also the role models I had were a little different. You know what I'm saying? Cause because you know I didn't drink or smoke yeah, or anything when I was do. in college. Yeah, yeah when I, I didn't drink, I didn't drink a nothing when I was in college. But when I got pro and we had all that free time, and like I said, my role models were guys, if you can drink the much, if you can smoke the much, like the person that can do the most partying. Was the kind of guy, you know, I, in my mind, like I got I got I gotta weigh both things. I gotta be an athlete yeah. and I gotta be at a party. So when they come to my house, they gotta be like, Man, I drank my ass off of Abe's House. So I was trying to leave the wrong kind of presence because that's what I was used to seeing. You feel me? But you know, now that I'm older, I'm like, I, I definitely wish I would have helped you guys out in different ways, you know. But like I said, I wasn't talking about
2: it. You know what I mean? Bro, bro. But you taught me how to grind, though, bro. Because guess what? We could go party all night, leave platinum, and still go train in the morning. Bro. Oh, we gonna do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? We used to do that. Catch used to be like, boom, there's only a few." You know what I'm saying? It was just. Should I remember? Because uh, that Cox when he came to JUCO with me, a brother. That's all he used to talk about was you. You show love, yeah. When you get back, you get like, It was just, it was just great." You know what I'm saying? Um. What was, what was like your most memorable moment in the NFL?
0: Uh probably getting drafted, bro. Like I and honestly, you know, it's crazy cuz I played almost 200 games and most of my memories on the negative plays. Like I was telling you like my mindset was so messed up. Like I didn't really get to chance to really enjoy it cuz like I used to always focus on the negative, the negative, the negative. So I can say the best thing was me is getting drafted even though I didn't know what was coming after, like just getting drafted, man, you know, cause think about how hard you work in college. Like you going to juco, you going to college, you working in high school, you having everybody around you, just telling you that you're going to accomplish something that for you, it was just like, I just want to get this, 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 this part of my life over with. Let me just go ahead and get in the league so I can go ahead and start what everybody. said I was going to be, you know what I mean? That, that, yep. With everybody, whatever, with
2: with everybody, uh, what everybody was saying that's that's the crazy that's a crazy that's crazy you're right about that because yeah. i remember bro i didn't get i didn't get drafted but i just remember my pro day just how everything how everything went down and it was just like yo just to make it and once i made it all right i knew i could i could make it the grind my mentality was already set from coming from juco sakarana like yo lou Holtz, playing for lou Holtz is not easy people don't understand that that nigga fuck with your head mentally all the time. Got I could see
1: that from him, actually. I could see that from Bill. Like he just
2: he played two games, it, it, so it made it easy. But when I transitioned to the league and I had my rookie year, Bill Parcells, like yo, you, I got two legendary coaches. If you play for them and you can grind. You gonna make it. You you can make it, bro. Shit, you play for Herb Edwards. Her Evans was, was a dog.
0: And I hate her. I hate her.
2: You may hurt her, but I'm saying, uh, on, but on the outside looking. It. No, but I'm saying, though, on the outside looking in. You know oh, yeah, look in, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, I had Bill Parcells, so, too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Bill used Bill to be on my ass. 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 That's why. Because, like, Drew. Jay has so much talent. Even on his half day, with him bullshitting, was still better than somebody 100, percent right or wrong. Yeah, oh yeah, he I was mean, an animal.
1: I watched him, you know, growing up. That's the mid 2000s is like right when I was like old enough to really get into football. I remember yeah that game a couple times.
0: Me personally, I never really, I never really reached the height of how good a player I could have been because of injuries. And that's one thing that always faults mm-hmm. me. You know, cause right now, you know, they're thinking about going in the Hall of Fame. Shit, I missed three years of football just from injuries. So you look at my right. numbers being like 13th overall all time and stuff like that. My thing is I came in as an outside linebacker. Then I was moved back to defensive end. And you being the lineman, you understand this is a whole different Type of physicality on your body when you're playing a lineman compared to playing an outside linebacker.
2: And, you know, like, put
0: your hand up and- yeah. My 14th year in the league, I go back to the outside linebacker and make a Pro Bowl. I'm looking like this could have been my whole career. <laughs> you know, like I said, and that's, but, but that's not how you should look at your career. That's not how you should look at life, look at the opportunity, look at the, the facts that you got the chance to do that. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm, I'm trying to look at my career a lot different now, bro. <laughs>
2: No, nah, you're right though. But you, but you look at your career, you up there in sacks too though. How many sacks you finish with total? You remember?
0: Uh, one thirty three and a half.
2: What you was trying to get though? I remember. What you what you wanted to get to one fifty or something like that? What you trying I, to? I get would to say.
1: You,
0: I, I would say. Logically speaking, I was a double digit sack guy a year. If I would have played every year, so I was looking for the finish with like you at least one
1: fifty. At least yeah. one fifty. You know what I'm
0: saying? The top five at that time would have been 141, and so I got 133. Then I got hurt, and I didn't even play. My last year, I got hurt the first game and missed, missed 15 games. So you, t- you can't tell me. I would have I got another double-digit season. I would have got eight sacks. I would have been the top five, and all the stuff they talking about, I don't think would have been really a lot of pressure. And then even being like number three in cause fumbles, I mean, that's beast. I mean yeah, absolutely. That's, that's that's tough to do. Like it, it sounds easy, but cause formals are tough. Man, I'm telling you like
2: this, when you see ninety-four or fifty-five your numbers and you're on third down, you get in that stance, bro, and that towel hanging, and you get that oh, different yeah. rip. You know what I mean? It was, it was a go, bro. Like no matter what, you know what I mean? You was a freak in
0: nature, bro. Like Hey, they say I, everybody's uh they say everybody a genius at something, bro and and i think uh, no and, and that's what i think that's what i think hurt me so much when i was done playing i couldn't show what i was good at anymore i couldn't show my natural skills or i couldn't show the thing that i perfected from working in 15 years i couldn't do that anymore think about there's something that you love to do and let's say if you don't even love it at first but you find that you found you have a skill that is in particular from anyone else like someone can do it you know people still do it like artists or like rappers, like when they say Kanye say he's a genius, you understand now. When you hear his music, when you hear like Michael Jackson, when you hear like Picasso, you hear about people's names like that, you understand why they love their professor so much or why they were so passionate about what they do. And for me, not to be able to do that anymore is, is tough. Like I still have bad days, like watching football was tough at first. Like even in my mind, I feel like I still can go out there and do the same thing which has been eight years now, but in my mind, I still feel like I'm a I'm a, I'm a great outside linebacker, and that's something that I became a genius at. No, I get, no you're right about that. Trust me,
1: you're right about that. that that's that. Yeah. <coughs> what was it like? So I got to ask because this dude's fucking crazy, all right? What was Sean like in college? What was college Sean Smith like? Sean
0: is the same person he is now. I, okay, you remember they said money only enhance what you already are? <laughs> <laughs> so, so he ain't changed. Hey, hey, however you see him now, just picture him in his 20s and pretty much more feeling like he's invincible. Like he already think he's invincible anyway. So just think about it. When I met this guy, I was just like, that's a cool little kid, man. I'm like, this nigga older than me. <laughs> I'm like,
1: <laughs> I was like, no, he, he, more hair?
0: Had, he always had a grown man mentality. He always had a no fear type of situation. Whatever he go in, he know he was going to be good at. And his confidence level always was uh, above what people would think. Because, you know, I, I met D tackles. Like him and Warren Sapp are probably the two people I can say that when it came to confidence in what they were doing or confidence or who they were, they were the two people that I knew that, like, if I wanted to get a right answer, and when I say right answer, just direct and straight to the point, you got to call Sean. Like, if you need to know anything, if you want to know a problem, if you want to know a situation, you want to know an answer, you want to like, I know Sean going to tell me the truth. That's how Sean was then, and that's how Sean is now.
1: So he, so he just got less hair and bigger right now. chains now. Say it again? <laughs> so he just has less hair and bigger chains now.
0: Yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah
2: man that that, that was that was like like man like Drew I don't think you understand I looked up to this dude because this dude was a first rounder and I was just coming in transferring from Juco two years left and I was just like yo I'm trying to get to where this man at but you know you always show love no matter what I'll hang out I wasn't like the, the quote unquote big name yet but he still rocked me he showed love so it was like yo and I ain't asking for nothing or nothing. You know what I mean? He's just like, hey, yo, you wanna hang out and just conversate. That's why he said, I'm as real as it get and I ain't changed because this has always been me. It's not it's never been about motherfucking money. Yo. I can have ten dollars in my pocket. I'll give you my last ten. Oh, we're gonna go to the liquor store, we're gonna bust down a bottle. You know what I mean? That's just the type of dude I was. You know what I mean? Just, just one hundred, you know. So and then South Carolina just it made me. You know what I mean? It made me who I am. It made a lot of guys like a lot of guys don't get credit for my school in South Carolina like we put out a lot of guys in the NFL. Guys that not just one hit wonders that played a long time.
0: Yeah. I think ready, I think uh, South Carolina we, we I think because our history we haven't really had someone in the, in the league that would come back and talk to us a lot. Like we had I had Sterling Short, I had Deuce but a lot of us weren't connected like that. Because you see the, the big schools like Michigan, Ohio State, uh, Miami, they have so many people in, in big areas right now. It's tough for South Carolina to really emerge like we want to. And me, me thinking now I should have done better. Like when I was in the league, I should have tried to push my foot in, in a lot of doors
2: that I could have. Because
0: South Carolina doesn't have those guys like really. We don't really have those guys like in, in, in the marketing areas like, you know, even in football, even in, in uh, you know, sports casting and stuff like that. I think that's definitely an area that we should, we should work on, though, because it is, you know, I tell work people work all the time, it's people you know, it's relationships that you make that really um go a long way in life. Like, you can have a lot of money, but if you don't got no good relationships, you fucked.
2: You can have all the money in the world, but guess what? Niggas ain't calling you to invest or do anything or miss out on deals. I mean, they don't fuck with you. They don't, they don't, exactly. they don't want you. You know what I mean? Like, we get do deal- I get deal, And I know you get up, too. I turn shit down because I don't always want it or I, don't- I just don't like it. I'm comfortable where I'm at. Yeah. And I ain't going to never be outside of my means. Like, used to be cats getting on. Yeah, I got jury and all that. But I never used to try to keep up with the next man in the locker room. I knew what my money was and I knew what I was trying to do. Ain't too many cats can say their house is paid for, their mama house is paid for, my ex-wife house is paid for. You know what I mean? And shit, I played 10 years undrafted and I wasn't even getting the money some of these other cats are getting. Yes, sir. And I was smart with my money. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I hung around smart dudes. I hung around the older dudes. You know what I mean? The only dudes took guys like Jay, took me under, my, under his wing. Yo, boom, 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 you ever need anything? Well, even granted, I didn't even need anything, though. But it's good to, you know, show that, let guys know, boom, there's a lot of shit out there. You know what I mean? Just like my man went through so much mental health shit that a lot of people don't even understand, he, he had to find himself. That's why I was like, yo, I had to get you on the show, bro. Just to let people know, more people need to hear your story because you inspire other guys that you don't even know are inspiring because everybody got to be macho, macho in the NFL. That guys be so scared to admit or cry and let niggas know, yo, you're not being soft. You Everybody has a sense. It's like the sense, the five senses. You have some sensitivity to you. If you don't, you crazy dude because you gotta have some type of, you know what I mean? Like, damn, yeah,
1: being able yeah. to show vulnerability is what makes you strong. I think.
0: I would, I would say, I would say for me, it's still a uh, growing pains, man. Like, because I don't want people to think I'm gonna be like this my rest of my life. Hopefully, I'm not. Like, bro, I'm working my ass <laughs> off. You know what I'm saying? Because there's one thing we did do, we tried to show strength, and that's something that. Trying anything, trying anything starts off with weakness. I don't care what you, if, if, if you're trying, like even you coming into, even if you coming into this uh, podcast, before you had to do it, you might've had strength. But at first when you started, I know you was kind of like, man, is this is, man, this shit might not work. You know, this, this, this. So the same thing with me, when I came to the mental health thing, I was like, man, I'm going to have to show some weakness first, bro. Like, but it ain't like, a, don't walk up me and think I'm crazy. Or don't think I'm like something wrong with me. now. I still got common sense. I still, I still can do my my natural no, life, you, just, you know. You just so a lot more tr-
2: You have triggers, bro. Just like I have yeah. triggers. Like I can't, like I be want to go to concerts sometimes, and then I be like, nah, I can't, cause that should have pissed me I off. Can't. Somebody pissed me off, and, and my triggers and people are like, yo, I, it's like, bro, I can't. I just can't. I, I I can't. Like I've been since I've been retired since 2013. It's almost 10 years now. Yo, I've been to a total of four football games, bro. And the only reason I've been is because I'm on the sports agency side now, representing cats. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason why. That's sitting sitting in the stands. You hear fans that don't know shit about what's going on at the game. They just drunk. They just be saying anything. It's like I'd rather sit at home and watch the game in my own comfort. And everything, the food and all that shit, just expensive as fuck. You yep. know, what I mean
1: that's why I, go to the, that's why I go to the suite, Sean. That's why I sit in the suite. Big baller. Oh yeah, but you think you, yo, Oh, oh, he
2: got a deal with uh go ahead and say, it, man, you got to deal. Go ahead.
1: <clears throat> yeah, Betfred Sportsbook, they're the uh, official sports book of the Bengals. Sports betting coming to Ohio in January. I just like to get my little subtle flex in on Sean every now and then.
0: Shit, ain't nothing wrong with that.
1: He like he, he like to stunt on me every now. then.
0: he's in the street every every
2: home <laughs> you
0: know,
2: hey, I feel you. There's nothing wrong with that.
0: Um, yeah, but it was um, it was, it was a tough battle. It was a tough battle, man. Like you know, I've I've been I've been retired for eight years. So the first six years of my retirement, I shit it away because I was trying to. I was thinking like you know, almost like a when you hurt your ankle or when you hurt your wrist or something like that, you know, I'm just going to drink till it get better. You know, I'm, 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 i a kid living <laughs> life until it heal itself. So every day instead I would wake time. up What's and like, this? instead of rehabbing, like you do, like we do with a regular energy, you know, when you hurt your shoulder, you rehab your shoulder, you know, you stay off it, you might take pills or something like that. All the stuff you yeah. did to heal yourself. Then one day it like snapped in my head after my suicidal attempt <clears throat> snapped in my head, I was like, John, think about how many years you worked before you got in the NFL. It wasn't like one year. It wasn't like one day. It wasn't like you walked on the field. You know what I mean? Like, you got to put... I might have to put years into this, and it's been two and a half years now since I've been sober, since I've been seeking treatment, since I've been reading and writing more, doing things that... and, like, finding out what my triggers were. Uh, Doing all that stuff really is a lifelong plan now. You know what I mean? It's not like something... I can just say I'm I'm a chill with this, or I'm gonna do this, or I'm gonna do that, and people don't understand ah. that sometimes. Like you know, exactly. John, you gonna drink again? I'm like probably not. John, you gonna do this again? I'm like probably not. John, you take pills? No, nah, I'm, I'm I have an addictive personality. Like I, I gotta watch what I do. Like I can't I can't sit and do certain things, and and it's something I probably had when I was in the NFL, but definitely the head injuries fuck with it a lot because you know, you know, your common sense ain't common sense sometimes. Like the things that we think about it, if we got an issue with somebody, the first thing we do, I can go on the field and knock the shit out of them. If, if, like, there's 350 pound pound cats I ain't scared of, six, seven, six, eight. But you put me in front of my daughter, I'm fucking shook. (laughs) You know, it's like, (laughs) it's crazy because you you put me in front of a six year old kid that's less than 50 pounds and I'm. I can't. I can't handle it. I'm nervous. Some stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's crazy how you train your mind to be say, a certain way and it acts a certain
2: yeah. way. You know what I mean? And then whatever they say to you is like a six year old, even the fourteen year old. That shit will hurt your feeling so bad that you do you'd be like, "Damn, they just say that to me. Like, is this really me? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it, it it's crazy. It, it, it's crazy. But I wouldn't give it. I wouldn't change it for the life, though. You know what I mean? I wouldn't change. If I had to do it all over the NFL again, I'd do it the same way. Just change a tweak a little bit of different things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But other yeah. than that, yeah, I other, definitely other than tweet that, some man. Shit. <laughs> I did tweak some shit, but you got to think about it, bro. Like, shit. You was
1: on
0: good teams. You had, the, you know what I'm saying? You was on good teams, bro. You, was was on, you know what, bro? Team. It, it, I would say one thing I would have changed was was what I did off the field. On on the field, I wouldn't change shit. The way I played, I wouldn't change. The way the teams I was on, I wouldn't change. I would say the way I was a professional off the field, I would. My my core people I hung with, um, my agents, um, decisions I made off the field, um, feeling that I use stuff off the field to empower me as a person compared to what I did on the field, the thing that I the thing that I did for a living should have been what empowered me instead of the things I did off the field because I was trying to still be something that I wasn't just for other people. I was trying to be amazing to certain people that I shouldn't try to be amazing for, you know, you know, because it seemed like I was giving so much to people that weren't caring enough about it that I found other people that I seen that would care. So there's a lot of things that I would have changed from that.
2: No, nah, cause it, you, you you know as we said, we had the leeches. You had the family members that's there in the beginning. Well, you ain't playing no more. You know, just there's certain things. Oh, what can you do for me? But damn, who can I call up? I need a hundred dollars. Who can I call up? I just need to have a conversation, a true conversation. I'm down right now. Who can come? You know what I'm saying? Even with even without yeah. even our NFL brothers, I you can't even talk to some of your NFL brothers because they think they, they know it all. Still, like bro, we all struggle. You gotta go find somebody to talk to, bro. If you don't go talk to a psychiatrist or counselor, you're you gonna really lose the cat's gonna lose it. Like I even heard you say something about that trauma aid. And I I lied, but not lied, because when I went to my counselor, shit. Big circle. Write down all your thoughts and your things and some of the stuff that triggered you. You know what I mean? You know, like this. I found out I had issues because of my dad. I always say the black man. Oh, your dad? No. A lot of people suffer from dad issues. Male and female. It's your upbringing. If you don't have certain things and you miss it, it fucks with you and it scars you. And it's like, you know, you push it on a back burner. And it just boom, 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 boom. But then when it finally hits you, you only can run so much with anything, any problem. You only can run from so much because you're going to have to face it sooner or later.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, but I ain't gonna lie, bro. I wish I would have been more selfish with football. I was trying to keep—I was trying to keep my family in the game. I was trying to keep everyone around me in the game, and I should have took it more for myself. Cause when I got drafted, like you said, I'm taking care of family members. I'm taking care of this person. I'm taking care of this person. I'm pretty sure any other job, people when they work as hard as we worked. It's a selfish thing. You know what I mean? So I would tell anybody that plays sports, be selfish with it, man. You know, and I ain't trying to say it in, the, in like don't not saying don't take care of your family, but that's that, that's your enjoyment. Like that's stuff you supposed to enjoy. Yes, that's what, and a lot what, of my enjoyment came from making happen. everyone else happy. And it shouldn't have been that way. Like when I was on the field, I shouldn't have had to worry about I gotta get a sack so I can make sure I get this more money so I can take care of this person. It should have been I wanna get this sack so I can get my career, or I can do this, or I can do that. You know, so many other things that, that I have, think I sacrifice for everyone have, else just so they can be happy. You know, even going on trips with people that I ain't need to go on trips with. You know, going to the club just so I make sure my friends in town were do good. You know, a lot of things that I should have been more selfish with. and And I will be honest with it. I feel like it was definitely a lot of people. Like, now I don't really hang with a lot of people. And it's crazy because when I was in the league, I hung with, like everybody, like you said, now I hang with like no people, you know. I'm, I'm at home. I'm I'm resistance. I'm 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 a better pro now than I was when I played. <laughs> <laughs> now, can you think about it? All right. Oh, what you doing tonight?
2: Shit, let's hit JL, You know he got. He, hey, you know he know what the move is. They say you know one person call over. Oh, where y'all at? They say you know you got 15 of us in there. And everybody authorized. Yeah. You. you we have our own party. <laughs> you know? Oh, what we going after? Oh, the strip club. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it was just one thing led to another thing all the time, bro. Like, it didn't matter. Even when we was fucking around in the daytime, bro. It, it didn't matter. You know what I mean? So it's just it's just crazy how life turns full circle when you're done and you look back at everything. You know what I mean? I look back, damn. Yeah, I ain't broke but shit nigga blew money on a lot of bull,
0: like a lot of dumb shit, bro. Dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, what, you know, the funny thing is, what's though... The dumb, what's the
2: dumbest you spend money
0: on? What's the dumbest shit he, he did, bro? Yeah, but money. you know, like like you said, we blessed to still to still have money, but people still don't... The first thing they think because you don't spend like that no more, you don't go out no more, they think you're broke. They don't understand that sometimes you grow out of it. It ain't as fun no more to go out there you got $10,000... And you go to the club and spend $10,000, you like, man, I could have bought me some property. <laughs> I could have. I you know, like, like, think about it. I was in the league 20 years, man. With the money I spent in the club, I could have owned half of Atlanta.
2: <laughs> man, you ain't, hey, Magic <laughs> City, hit up, Blue Flame. We... <laughs>
1: hold on, hold on. I have to ask this. I, you brought it up. I have to ask this. Are the are the wings at Magic City as good as everybody's saying because Lou Williams left the bubble in the quarantine to go get those wings. I've never done that, so I have to ask. Yeah, the lemon peppers, they are,
0: they are, man. I ain't, I ain't been to Magic in a while, but uh, yeah, it's yeah, they're good. They're good. I'm gonna say like all. this
2: no, but it's not even just that. All strip club food is good, man. Down in Miami, the strip club food is like people sleep like. I can eat food not what I live. People, 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 people. the cook
1: is in the
0: kitchen
2: cooking. There ain't no ass and titties in the kitchen. Like, that's, that's not true
0: where I live. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Nah, no, hear real clubs that. Have good food it. for real, man. Like <laughs> people be bullshitting, man. Like I literally used to go to the strip club to eat. Like we had this place over here <laughs> called. They had this a five star restaurant, man. <laughs> and y'all got I ain't even cared about the girls. I'm trying to tell you they had a five star restaurant. People be sleeping on it. <laughs> I ain't been to the strip club I'm in like say, almost two, three years that. though, but I'm telling you, they, yeah.
2: <laughs> it got to the point where the girl
0: bad
2: because like, I'm in there eating. Bitch, I ain't worried about no, no debts. I'm trying to eat. I'm exactly. Scared. I came here. just to eat. Like, really paying to eat. May throw a couple of drinks back, you know?
0: Exactly, man. Be comfortable. You ain't got to worry about paying for the door fees and all that. You just coming straight in, go eat. You might you might socialize a little bit, but like I'm eating. Just don't eat no fish in the strip club. <laughs> Just don't, <laughs> eat <no fish. laughs> don't eat no fish. Don't eat no. fish, boy. You Let you want to know the difference? <laughs> fish, hey, cuz Got uh, him know. know. Let him know, folks. Let him know. No, 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 no. Let him know.
2: Hey, did you ever think about coaching or anything, man?
0: Uh, you remember you we was talking about how you say it, triggers and stuff like that. And even like being around yeah. a lot of people, uh I think I could coach people one-on-one, but like being in a group like that, like it's tough. Cause even like you said, you've been to four games. I just started going to games this year. I went to a Carolina game. I went to a couple of jets game and my mind is, it just be everywhere. It'd be everywhere, man. I'm, and, and, and I don't want to flip on someone. I, I've been doing good, man. I, I've been doing very good of learning how to contain stuff. You know, it's tough though. You know, like even going in the airport, man, my heart be beating so fast and stuff. And it's crazy because I'm, I'm like man, the biggest not, one in there, it's but I'm so worried about somebody here, bumping man. me or something happening. And it's like, I'm the biggest cat in there and I'm worrying about these little people walking by me, but it always frustrates the hell out of me, man. And but so that's why I'm trying to do stuff like, you know, like your podcast, like even the one I did prior, I'm um, trying to do things to get myself back. back. Exactly. It's, a, it's a different strength to work on, though. It's a it's a whole different strength. I can put pads on and I know physically I can whoop any of y'all ass. Like I, I, whether it was Sean, whether it was you, it didn't matter. Like I can I know when I put my pads on, I physically I can I can whoop this person. I and wouldn't even messed go up in that. life. Mentally you can't whoop somebody because your mind got you thinking all kind of weird stuff, man. And I, I never knew I was an overthinker. I knew in basketball I thought too much. But when I got on the football field, my mind it was like, this is cool. Like everything is focused when I'm in the football field. Like, cause, cause think about if you think fast, and you got stuff just flying by you, this is easy. Like if I went to play golf, I probably could i probably be at five seconds. <laughs> like if I was at golf, <laughs> five seconds. Even when I ran track, track was easy because I was a straight line. <laughs> Yo, golf,
2: I started picking up golf and I started liking that shit. But I only could play nine really? holes though, bro.
0: After nine holes, I'm done. I, I'm, I'm i lose energy. Yeah, I got too much thinking it. going on, bro. I got too I was much thinking. thinking. To football is the only thing that can slow my only thing that can slow my mind down. Like cause cause I have a lot to think about in football. So I have to think about the quarterback. I think about the tackle. I got to think about what play it is. I got to think about hear yeah. the sound. So that's the only thing that would help my mind slow down. Because it would have so much Careful. stuff coming in at once. You know, like, you know, even, even when you drive, they say you think probably like a million times from where you leave home and get back. Because you got to think about turning left, this car here, this car here, this car there. So, you know, like for football, that was like it was for me. I'm looking at the cat foot, head, eyes, the quarterback, the running back, the right receiver, the D tackle beside go. me. So that, that, that was perfect for my mind. Like, that was perfect. Like, it was just like, shh, I'm good now. I can sit here all day and play football because I know what I'm doing. And I could see everything just unfold. Because it
2: gave us enough. It gave us more. to think. It gave you so much to think about. So yep. you didn't
0: have time to
2: walk off on the shit, shit. The minute you think about, oh, the Wham is coming. I got to worry about Hinesworth. Ward coming yep. back on the crap back. Who's playing Pittsburgh? You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just so much different things. All the reverse. The kick out fan of you on the open side. If they trying to set you drunk. There was so much stuff that you had to worry about at home in. And it's like, oh, I don't got time to think about all the extra shit. I just got to focus on this right here and that's it. Yeah. So. What's your biggest, do you have any regrets? Say it again?
0: You got any regrets? Uh, I try to say I don't, but I think all of us would, all of us, because you know everybody said don't have no regrets. Whatever you went through makes you stronger. Uh, I would say one person in my life that I think if I took out my life, my my whole situation would have been different. And that's tough to say because you shouldn't put that on one person because ultimately you are the controller of your life. But if you have someone that was a role model and you kind of follow their footprint in life, it can take you to different places, especially when you're... And like you said, being a man, I'm 44 years old. Like, How are you going like, to say another man got you to do this or change your mind into this, but at the same time is, I didn't have a father figure. And the guy that I looked up to was a, a bit older than me, and he, you know, he 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 always had women, always had money, so I felt like that was a great protocol. <laughs> you know, that was a, I didn't know anything I, I, about I, the NFL. I, mean, I want to be married. like him. I want to be like him when I get older. He got
2: the yeah. women, the cars, yeah, the money. Yeah.
0: He had That's the, the gift of gab, you know, things like that. So uh, It's tough to say regret, man. I would say... I can say now is a what learning lesson. Everything. I hope I don't have to learn anymore because um, at this age and at this level, you can't really can say, say anybody did something to you. You're a grown man. Like We had we the grown man part of our lives that anything that we do now, it ain't going to look as weak. It's going to look nobody as stupid. You, you know what I mean? It's going to look like, boy, yeah, you stupid. You're you too old for that. Like It ain't, it ain't yeah. even funny now, you know? No, because it's
2: like, damn. Now if you're 25, to, like even when I hear stupid shit, like here lately, this past year you ever had really stupid shit guys, you know what I mean, different things, but then I laugh. I laugh but I don't laugh when you see guys get DUIs, you see guys get arrested for certain things, because shit, I've been that guy that's been close in that situation, you've been in that situation before, not to bring up your past, but you've been in that situation and you know how that shit, that shit fucks with you, because now you gotta worry about everybody looking at you and judging you, but My mentality that that we had was like, fuck everybody too, though, because either you're going to like me or you ain't. It's just what it is. You know what I mean? But as you grow, your maturity as a man is different. Like, I look at myself, I'm 41, going on 42, and I look at the growth I have had. I'm not perfect, but I'm still growing. Everything's a
0: lesson. Yeah. And when you learn that, I honestly feel I never really had a chance to grow up. You know what I mean? I, I know it sounds stupid though, because uh, when I got to college, you know, I had everybody telling me what classes to take, do this, do this. And then when I like you said, being a first-round pick, bruh, everything was pretty much on a platter. You know what I mean? I had I had people doing bro, I had people doing this for me, people doing this for me, people doing this for me. So I ain't had to do nothing. So I I could say if I would have came in at a lower tier. I think I definitely would have had a different type career and a different type mentality. You know what I mean, like you did, because you you had to grow up fast. You had to grow up fast because you're like, man, I ain't getting, no, I ain't got no million dollars. I probably got like this little check. I'm gonna have to make this stretch. So then when you got, yeah, you I really got agree. your money, you knew what to do with it. So I think a lot of times people like I, I don't think I literally grew up, and I can tell you, I told my homeboys this, and I'm a grown ass man on the football field, but in life I was not. Because I didn't control so much of my things, I didn't have narratives on a lot of stuff that's going on. You know, people would just tell me, "John, I need this." Bam, I signed a check. And for me at the time, that was being a man about. It. But you know, knowing the information of life is what really changes you and makes you a man. Knowing what school your kids go to, knowing you know how much it costs for your taxes, knowing how much your your truck is going to go, you know, knowing where your mom' hospital is, knowing things like that. That's what really separates you from being a man and being just a tool of life. And, you know, like, that's one thing I can say that I'm just learning. And I told my mom, when I turned 43, I'm 44 now. This is a year of treatment and all that stuff under my belt. I said, like, Mom, you know, this is the first year I felt like a man. I felt like I'm making choices for myself. I'm doing things to better myself and better my family. You know, being like I said, even, like, knowing what school my daughter goes to. Dude, I didn't even know that when I was playing. Like, I literally, because I had one kid in here and one, here, and one kid in another uh, state. I didn't know my like. I didn't know none of her friends. I didn't know anything like that. So that's a big thing that, like, I wouldn't say regret, but you know, now that I'm in a different light, it's like, dude, you got a lot of catching up to be a grown man because you really ain't like you, you do grown man stuff. But it's it's a it's different facade when you live in it. You know what I'm saying? You know, my like I said, mm-hmm. I'm I'm rushing to catch because I ain't want to miss the seven o'clock with y'all. But at the same time, it's my main principle to get my daughter from A to B. I ain't never had to do that before. Bro, I, I ain't I never had to do that before. Sure. I can always call somebody. I can do this, you know. That was grown man, hey, yeah, yeah, you know man stuff for me back in the day though. somebody was man stuff for me,
2: you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, bro, because sometimes I be like that to the day sometimes, like, yo, damn. I can't make it over there. You can't be in two places at one time sometimes. And it's like, you gotta prioritize which one is more important. And yo, your daughter's more important than my fucking show. At any given oh, time, right? time, The But
0: You know what I'm saying? That, that that's just me, nah, nah, like, that's that responsibility, nah, that's shit, me man. You know what I'm saying? That's responsible. You know, like like you know, you, you my you my Carolina guy, and I know if I asked you to do anything, I knew it wouldn't be, you know, if I said, Yo, Sean, you do this for me, I know you would do just like this. So for me, it's like, you know, that credibility is another thing that you want when you get older too. You know, when we were younger, the credibility didn't count. Like now, the older you get, you want to have that credibility. So when I run mm-hmm. into you again, I get the same thing from you. You know what I'm saying? So I, right. I definitely want to get that credibility. And and when you like like when you're done with this earth, you want to be known as a person that was credible. All the other bullshit you can have, you can say he was he was an alcoholic. He was he was this. He was that. He was this. But you know what? That dude you can depend on. Him. He was a dependable man. Like he 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 had his shit. You but call that the morning.
2: He answered that phone for you. He always was there. You know, it didn't it matter. That's and that's what like you, like, yo. I appreciate what you said about me because we didn't play together, but we was always around each other. And then when I made it to the league, shit, we used to see each other. Shit, it don't matter and all season. Yo, where you at? Shit, we I'm rocking, nigga. We Carolina boys, we stick together. It's just like out of Michigan people, Miami, all the boys, yo, it ain't a lot of us, but when we rock, we rock. You know what I mean? So I ain't gonna hold you no more, Drew, You got one more question for me before you go. I just, I just appreciate you coming on the show, showing love. I just want people to know that you're alive, you're doing good, you're recovering, you're still recovering, bro. It ain't, it ain't, yeah, it ain't yeah, nothing. Always, always. You know what I mean? That like, mental health shit is real. Like, I, I deal with that shit. Uh, you know what I mean? And um, I, I didn't really want to talk about this shit. But I'm going to talk about it because people need to hear this shit. You know, when you say you try to kill yourself, bro, there's times I thought about doing that shit, bro. Yeah. Literally just thinking about, it, like, shit, man, I can take my life today, bro. Like, fuck, but, but I got kids. I got three girls. You know what I mean? What are you going to say about, like, people don't know because it's like, yo, yeah, I'm a big, big teddy bear at the end of the day, but I'm human. I got feelings too. People don't understand that sometimes, that we have feelings, and we, yo, I ain't perfect. I ain't going to never be perfect, bro. And you make so many, you make mistakes sometimes, and you get, like, the pressure. Like, people don't understand that pressure, being under pressure so much, everybody can't handle that shit. You can't, because after a while, you start, you, yo, I remember, I ain't going to never forget. It was a point in time, I used to hear voices sometimes talking to me, my nigga, like, talking to me.
0: Hey, bro. Hey, hey bro. No, it's 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 it's. I don't know if you grew up like I grew up. I grew up in the country, so you know when people had mental issues, you would call them crazy. You would call them all kind of different things. Um, like I can go into depth about everything you're talking about, man. And it for me, it was it was more embarrassing because I was like, I'm not gonna be that kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? I, I was. I was I was willing to do anything for football. I was like, okay, if I can't walk right no more, okay, if I can't if I can't use my hands like I used to, if I can't this, I never thought about the mental part. I never thought about the hits to the head. I never thought about like, well, John, you ain't gonna be able to remember the stuff you did in the past. I never I never even like, and people don't understand how tough that is when you're trying to live a life and you're going out to talk to people and you can't remember, like you know, like. Okay, I run into Sean. I'm like, I know I know who this guy is but shit. I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Or you know, like I run into somebody or, or or like I try to go and do something and I ran into people and I don't know them. People will text me like, know. "Why are you acting so funny?" or "Why I don't even know who you are?" Like, and so it's a lot of things that made me stay at home cuz I said I didn't want I didn't want to be around people cuz I didn't want nobody to know. Like, you know, just remember me as being the football player. Don't worry about me as the guy. And and, and also I think it's a different type strength. Like I said, it's strength. To, it's a strength in showing your vulnerability. Showing that, look, I can't remember shit. I don't remember you. But you know what? If you tell me a good story, I make it, it. And And even if you don't tell me something I can remember, at least I can put it in, like, hopefully in my mind, and, and then I can recuperate kind of like, or something like that. It, it There's a lot of stuff that people don't understand that helps. Yeah. That is definitely something I'm that helps.
2: Right I don't remember names. I remember your face, but if I don't, I don't remember your name. i like, I know you from somewhere. Like I got to the store today, dude's like, yo, I know you from somewhere. Uh, uh, I was like, oh, nah, you don't know me, bro. I said, if you don't got no kids that play basketball, girls that play basketball, or do some football type of stuff, you don't know me. And he's like, nah, I know you. I seen you coaching girls basketball. That's what it was. He, said, he seen you coaching girls basketball. I mean, he had a daughter. Definitely, like, hey, hey definitely don't it.
0: stop indulging in life, bro. Don't stop indulging in life. That's one thing I will say. That's what I did. Do not stop indulging in life. Don't don't put yourself in a situation as in this is all I can do. I tell I tell people now try one try one new thing a day, man. Whether it's telling your kids I love you one more time, whether it's writing a, a, writing down something one more time or writing down an extra word to something. You know, like for me, my big thing was when I first started my recovery. It was literally getting out of bed and taking a shower. That was it. And my day was one. Because I literally would stay in the bed days, man. I wouldn't wash my ass. I'd be walking around like this. So I started off with one thing. And one thing for me was just taking a shower. And after that, it was like, okay, John, find you a place you can go and be around people. You don't necessarily have to be with people. So I started going to the supermarket. We have a supermarket right across the street from me. So I started walking in the supermarket. And then after a while, I started shopping there. Then it took me. Then I start. I said, "Okay, John. Well, let's go to a restaurant today. Go to a restaurant. Like, okay, do the same thing. Doing wash your ass, walk, walk outside, and then walk to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. There's a restaurant maybe ten minutes away from from where I live at. I started walking to that place, and I, I pretty much go to that place every day now. Like, I, that's just a part of my mind that I'm, I'm building on. And it's a it's routine. That, yeah, yeah, because before, it's like, if you would ask me to be on your podcast, I would said no. I would said no. I'd be like, Nah, man, I can't do it because it's a fear of." It's stupid. It's stupid as hell. It's dumb as hell. You know, it's, it's, a, now, it's, it's, it's stupid. a fear of somebody seeing it's, me in a
2: certain light but, but it's stupid, but it's not stupid, bro, because it's you you got to feel uncomfortable. It's no different from when you first go on a first date with somebody. You're nervous. So you don't know how to act. It's, it, it, it's the same way. You just We're actually getting to learn who we really are versus who people try to portray us as. Because football can portray you as one thing, but you're really not that. You know what yeah, I mean? you're one person on the floor. Football's the only sport, and the reason I love football so much like I tell people the only sport you could be physical, whoop a nigga ass and not go to jail. Now, if I go yeah. put your ass out here in the regular I'm going to jail. Get my bond money right, my bail money right. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. that's why I loved about football. That's the only reason why I played football because I just let my frustrations out when I was mad, and now that I'm done playing, I don't have that outlet no more. Guys, we don't have that outlet no more. But that's why certain things trigger us more than the normal. Yeah. That, man, Drew, you got something?
1: I just got to ask. I'm going to go back to football just for a minute. I got to ask. I think I probably know the answer. Who was the favorite quarterback you ever sacked? Who was, like, when you sacked him for the first time, you're like, all right, I got me one on him. Hey, this is
0: going to be the realest answer I ever gave, and I'm always going to give it the same way. Every fucking one of them. <laughs> Dang, okay. Dane, one motherfucking quarterback that I didn't love to fucking hit. Dang, bro, you don't even get the – and, and bro, when I said that is one of the – that's one of the sensations that less than 00.1% 0. 0. of the world will ever feel the sack of quarterback is one of the most amazing feelings in life. <laughs> and Sean know what I'm talking about. You Man, I'm telling you, when I said – and especially being the guy, and I only think about it, in my life – Forty-four years, I only did it 133 times. That is fucking some awesome shit. That's less. That's less. That's less. Uh, that's less pleasure than you can get with sex. You can have sex every damn day if you want to. Sacking a quarterback, <laughs> you can't do. I can go I give me some ass every day, but trying to get Tom Brady, trying to do all this stuff, and getting a sack—that is the rationale of doing that in my life—is is, is un- un- uncompelled. If you think about how much you practice just to do it, is redact. It's ridiculous. Like the numbers of what we practice to do. It's ridiculous. So every oh, yeah, every, every time I got I'm a chance to touch bad. a quarterback, I was amazed. I I like that, that answer because a lot bad. of people
1: say Brady, a lot of people say no, Rodgers. Man. I I like I like every one of them. I, I like that a lot. That's put Sean's ass up there. Sean
0: could be a quarterback. If i hit his ass. That's woo, baby. Thank <laughs> you, Lord. I don't give
1: a fuck. Who it Drew it could be you?
0: You Drew, you put on put on put on the back. I'll knock the shit out your ass. I don't give a damn. I
1: feel good about it. <laughs> I'm good. I like to watch on TV. I'm just I'm just <laughs> on the couch. I'll stay on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we appreciate it, man. Uh best wishes to you as you as you continue to, to grow and recover from everything. I appreciate you being open about it. I think not only for athletes, but I think hearing it from athletes and somebody like yourself could help a lot of people more like me that are living in the regular world who, you know, share some of the same struggles and some of the same things that they deal with. So I appreciate, you know, getting to learn that about yeah, no it. Thank you
0: and Sean for having me though, because uh I appreciate it, you know. Um you know, I just seen that little guy Twitch um, died. Um, they saying it's from suicide. You know, it's, it's so it's tough out here, man. You know, it's tough out here. I, right,
1: I ain't gonna tough, lie to you, man. You when I first saw that. it,
0: I was kind of jealous. I was like, damn, he was able to do it, I can't do it. But uh, you know, it's, it's, it's but it's a lot of stuff that you got to work on in your life, and that's something that I got to work on now. I see it, I see it as a a thing like that. So I appreciate y'all calling and even getting up here and speaking about it. I think God always gifts me with something to do on a day when I'm down. And I, and I appreciate y'all reaching out and I appreciate, um, you know, just, just having this conversation. It really did help me out nah, today, I, whether y'all know it or not, though, bro. Real talk. Nah, I appreciate you. I I, of appreciate, it. You, bro. I yeah. appreciate
2: you because I had posted something about maybe a week ago. And you, you you messaged me and said, man, bro, you okay? You all right? You need to talk? You know, you know what I'm talking about, right? By, by, yeah. About a week ago. And it was like, yo, it was one of them days. I was having one of those days, though. I was having one of those days. And you reached out. It was just good to know. And that's what kept me not from just going all the way into the dumps, bro. Like, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. It's because I struggle with different things every day like everybody else do. The cats don't understand. They look at, oh, man, he posts this. He's does this. Yo, because I got to continue to keep trying to fight and keep going. I can't sit here and dwell because when I, my mind starts sitting there and thinking and start spending too much thinking, yo, then that's when shit just start getting bad for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause you got too much time to think. So I try to keep myself occupied, like how you said, write, read, to better myself because when I do that, it just like like I even go to the gym now in the morning and work out, just working out. I hate working out. Shit. But I go because that shit just it releases so much. Shit in your head and your thoughts, yeah. Like people understand, bro. So, yeah, man. We'll have you on again, man. But shit, I appreciate you joining us, man.
0: Nah, man, love y'all, boy. Y'all, be, y'all gotta be good. I'm, I'm out.
1: Yes, sir. Have a good All night. Right. Have a good one. And that was a great conversation. I I really enjoyed
2: that. Ah, man. I mean, that, that, I, you know, that's like you That's like he said. That's my dude. Like when I say that's my dude. That's my dude, and I don't even have to talk to him every day. That's the thing people don't be understanding, like the brotherhood you have, and but just from being playing at Carolina, um, and me being a Juco transfer coming in, he shows him his love when he didn't even have to. He's already in the pros; he didn't have to, but he looked out for me. Boom, boom. When we had other Hollywood right. teams, he always he's like, "Come fuck with me," because, like you said, what he say, Sean is always gonna give you his honest opinion and not. I'm the same. I'm the same way I am now, that I was before.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's that's that shows a lot. That's that's kind of it's kind of like I did this. I did this media thing earlier, right? Where I was on a Zoom call with some some ESPN guys, things like that. But I'm looking around; all these dudes got their button-up shirts on for a Zoom meeting. I'm like, man, I got a hoodie and a hat on, man. I'm me, and you know, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm trying to do some stuff with sports and all that, but I, I'm gonna be me regardless. And if if so the people that are yourself, involved with whatever don't want me for me, then I don't want them. That's the way it goes. Most All right, let's do on. this, man. Absolutely. Let's 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 close this thing out. But let's look at our picks from last week. You lost a game. I, I'm back up ten. I'm back up ten. I went nine and seven. You went I six. Oh, I'm sorry. I went seven and six. You went six and seven. I picked up a game on you.
2: I know, I know, I know. I have made some fucked <laughs> up picks because I hate it's like I made picks with you, but then I do my other my parlay card and my
1: picks be great. So it was like, hey, I gotta go with the money. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna pull up the ESPN coffee. schedule here for, for this week. We're gonna we got some Saturday games to do this week. So we got football from Thursday. We'll take a little break on Friday. But then we got Saturday football coming uh, up this oh, week. We're gonna... Bowl games
2: Friday. It's, it's going to be some bowl games Friday.
1: They're not in the playoff. I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't watch bowl games that aren't in the playoff anymore. They made them worthless. But starting out in the NFL this week, we've got the big Thursday night matchup. 49ers-Seahawks divisional game. The Niners just beat the shit out of the Bucks last week. They are going to Seattle, though. I'm going to let you pick first on this one.
2: I'm going Niners. Even though I got clients that
1: play for the Seahawks, I'm going Niners. I'm going with the Niners too, man. They're finding something even with Brock Purdy a little bit banged up. It's Christian McCaffrey's really get going. They they missed out or they dodged a bullet on uh, Debo having a, a major injury. So I'm going to go with them as well. And then we got Colts and Vikings. That's uh, right. Let's see that's Saturday. At 1 o'clock, it's in Minnesota. We're both going to go with the Vikings. I think that one's pretty easy. The Colts are in trouble. I don't know if Jeff Saturday is going to get to keep that job. Then we got Ravens-Browns at 430. I am doing this. I watched Deshaun Watson on Sunday. He's clearly rusty. He hasn't played in 700-whatever days. But in the second half, I thought I started to see the old Deshaun Watson come back a little bit last week. I think it might have been a little bit too little too late. Bengals' defense played very good. Lamar's out again this week. I think Cleveland beats Baltimore, which actually helps me out as a Bengals fan, so I'm picking the Ravens. I'm sorry, I'm picking the Browns, excuse me. I'm picking the Browns to beat the Ravens. I'm taking the
2: Ravens, even though the strong is playing better. I'm taking the Ravens. Uh, is I think Lamar's not playing. I still think the Ravens are going to win.
1: Lamar's definitely not playing. It's going to be Huntley. And then Saturday night, a big one, Dolphins-Bills. Both teams have kind of had some struggles. The Bills offense hasn't looked great. The uh, Dolphins dropped one of the Chargers. Their offense hasn't looked great the last couple weeks. Um, I'm going with the home team here. I'm picking Buffalo.
2: I want to go Buffalo, too, but I need a game to go try to pick up a game.
1: Well, we can maybe try that on the Sunday slate. We'll start off with Eagles and Bears. I'm picking the Eagles. You're probably going to pick the Eagles, too. It's probably not the one you're going to pick up.
2: Not Eagles, yeah. I'm picking the
1: Eagles. I think that's – yeah, that's pretty – pretty easy pick there. Uh, Falcons and Saints. Desmond Ritter starting. Marcus Mariota got got demoted. Then all of a sudden said, I'm out. I need knee surgery. I'm leaving. Um, I'm still going to go with the Falcons. The Saints are in trouble.
2: i will go with Falcons. You're not going to pick up any games like
1: this, man. You're not going to pick up any games like this. And here comes one one of the hottest teams in the league. I'm picking the Lions. I'm picking the Lions over the Jets. That was the next one up.
2: I'm taking the line.
1: I am too. And then we got Steelers and Panthers. I'll I'll let you pick first because I I got a weird feeling about this one.
2: You ought to go Panthers, and I'm gonna go Steelers.
1: I am gonna go Panthers. I don't know why. I just have a weird feeling.
2: No, I I, I had a feeling you. I had a feeling you were well, what you want to just win the division, so. <laughs>
1: Well that doesn't matter. Pittsburgh's out of the division. They're not making the playoffs. They're not gonna yeah, steal the terrible. division. That don't matter. All right, then we got Cowboys, Jaguars. Dallas struggled a little bit with uh Houston last week. The Jaguars beat the shit out of the Titans. You got a, you got an upset alert here? I'm
2: going Jags.
1: See, I'm picking the Jags too. Something I don't know, something about I feel I, like I go Cowboys.
2: Happy. I go oh,
1: Cowboys. Oh, you gonna switch it for my? Okay. I'm going
2: Cowboys for Elliot. I'm going Cowboys for Elliot. Cowgirls for Elliot.
1: I'm sorry, Elliot. I got Trevor Lawrence. Doug Peterson has de Urban mired Trevor Lawrence, and he's starting to play good. So I'm I'm riding with the Jags again. And then we got Chiefs and Texans. Come on now. I know you're
2: going.
1: I'm first. just writing down. I'm no. I'm going Chiefs. I'm I'm writing down both of our picks. We're just gonna move on. We don't even have oh, to talk okay. about that one. Cardinals and Broncos. Colt Coy is gonna play against Russell Wilson. It's in Denver. Give me Denver, but that game's gonna stink.
2: I go I go Cardinals.
1: That's you're just trying to pick up a game, but I like it. Patriots Raiders. Oh, Josh McDaniel's taking Patriots. on his old team. Pats. Patriots defense is playing out of control. I'm going with the Pats also. Josh Josh Uche, Michigan man. Ten sacks in the last six games. Um, and then we got Titans and Chargers. Titans going to drop another game? It's both of them coming in 7-6. and six. It's in L.A. Uh,
2: I'm going Titans.
1: I'm going Chargers. I think the Chargers yeah, you, are going to get a little bit hot. And then Bengals-Bucks in Tampa. Joe Burrow taking on the GOAT. They just got their ass whooped 35-7 to seven last week. You know where I'm picking, so I'll just let you make yours.
2: Oh yeah, I'm going Tampa because guess what? Tampa wins this week. They have nothing but three games to win after that, and it's easy easy to put on to make the win. They can still win their division. That's how crazy
1: that they're they're gonna win the division. Regardless, that that was a hater pick, but I'll I'll let it slide. And then we got Giants and Commanders in Washington. Both of them seven five and one Sunday night football, big NFC East matchup.
2: I'm going Commanders.
1: I'm wrestling with it. I think I'm going to go Giants. I'm, I'm going Giants. They're going. To, they're going. To, they're going to get things right. And then the last game of the week, I'm sure that when they made the schedule, they thought this would be a much bigger deal than it's going to be, and they can't flex out a Monday night, so we're stuck watching Baker Mayfield taking on the Packers, who are five and eight, the Rams, who are four and nine. Um, I'm probably going to go with the Packers. Right, well, hey, right. I think with Baker. I'm going with the Packers. I think what Baker did on two days notice last week was cool, but that team's just not very good and they're not playing the Derek Carr Raiders anymore. So that is our picks. We will see how they check out next week. We're going to let you guys get out of here. We've been on here a little bit longer today. Big thanks to John for coming on and having a discussion that I think a lot of people will will really relate to and and, and learn a lot from. You got anything else before we get out of here?
2: Nah, man. I just, Thank them for coming on. Thank everybody uh, for visiting. You know what I mean? Just take mental health serious. Just take life serious.
1: You know what I mean? Absolutely. We will see you here next week as we push toward the playoffs. Thanks for tuning in. It's going down.